This is Tate. And this is Rin. And this is Tales at 3 a.m. podcast, where we talk about usually the spooky, the bizarre, the weird, the paranormal. And uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. We are talking about what is now thought of as Christmas traditions. This is a tale on winter solstice and Yule. And I figure with it being December, this would be a great time to talk a little bit about the histories of Yule, winter solstice, Yule log, Christmas trees, evergreens. The list goes on. So, Ryan, I want to start off here just a little bit about some of the stuff that I've, I'm going to say, been reading about. And uh, from what I'm seeing, and I mean, I don't know everything, so of course anybody has to read a little bit of something, that uh, you'll start it off way before we ever adopted the Roman calendar. And from what I'm seeing, uh, that Yule was first celebrated over in, in like Scandinavia and Denmark, things like that. And it started from like the mid of November and went through December. And it was a it was a larger thing than than what a lot of whole lot of people even discuss that they would chop down that they would actually go out into the forest during the winter months or during you know winter month area during this time it just so happened to be that after the calendars got created for the roman after we adopted the roman calendar it fell into december well during the time when it originated it wasn't considered it being celebrated in december that came later just because of the time that it fell but they would go out that they would be selective on the tree they would chop the tree down and they would fix it according to whatever their tradition or custom was and to make sure they could get it through the door. Now, from the previous Yule, from the previous seasons, they would use what was left over from the previous season to initiate the fire. And it, that fire, they would stick the, the Yule log into this spot in, this, in, the, in their living room, per se, and they would have it burning for you know quite some time in hopes of preparation of new beginnings and that kind of a thing. But I just thought that was interesting. You you have that. Um, of course, Yule is celebrated in different ways throughout different cultures, but the one that per, the one that closely relates to Christmas time is from the Roman traditions of Yule, uh, that actually during that time, they would, like the different laws in in the Roman area, that they would bring, push some of those back, and they would allow slaves to actually participate in this. There was gift giving, there was, you know, people shaking of hands and things like that. Now, I don't know what all laws they backed off, so if you were going down a Roman street, I don't know what all you would see that normally they would consider breaking a law. But they receded it back. But I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, what is your take on on Yule and, and what you know from the history of those perspectives? 
Well, yeah, Yule in general, and Yule is the time during the dark months, winter months, cold season and stuff, where it's a time to step back, not work. Um, is you got to think back in those times, a lot of time work and everything was dealing with crops and stuff and all that and trade. You didn't really get much through these cold seasons. And so then there was no money to be exchanged for said crops and stuff or whatever. And so this is kind of where the tradition of gift giving comes in too. So instead of exchanging money or working during those times, because no one could or it wasn't allowed for whatever reason, to buy what you needed or, or to get you traded gifts. It right. was a gift at that point. And so, and it wasn't just the typical bartering or currency exchange. It was literally like whatever ingredients they had or whatever that they had collected throughout the year up until this point, they would make what they could or they would sew what they whatever and create the gifts and continue you were on. not uh, you were not necessarily going to a mall and going by a bed bath and beyond and getting a body lotion and then wrapping it up and handing it to somebody <laughs> no um and so because during these times it's, it's a time of rest you look around and you see Mother Nature, the Earth, is going into a time of rest during these cold, these cold times. Um, majority of the plants and insect life and whatever have all like receded or quote unquote died off. Like the leaves have fallen, but we know they return come springtime. They know they wake up again. It's essentially everything has gone into a form of hibernation. We're supposed to do the same thing. <laughs> but we don't anymore. So, uh um, Welcome to modern times. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, we're not supposed to just be going 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 like every day through this time. We're so this is supposed to be a time to retreat within word, essentially hibernate, like of course we don't have to sleep the whole time. Well, we're not supposed to necessarily be out and going to work and doing all this and stuff, but society as a whole, as we progress, we kind of forget and leave those things behind that we may actually really need to start bringing back. Even though I know it's hard because everyone's still got bills to pay, but so um, being able to rest and reflect exactly and um and in not all customs even before the roman calendar did they like bring the trees inside um sometimes they would go and decorate the trees outside and the ornaments would be like dried fruit um seeds things or whatever like they would take like tree sap on the pine cones to put whatever seeds or grains or whatnot to hang up on the trees to give offering to the tree spirits or the forest spirits to basically protection throughout the cold long winter months major traditions are stuff that we take and use today basically started very simple way back when and, um, and in another country too they didn't originate in the united states well i mean um 
the indigenous native people of the United States had their own things that they would do. I honestly cannot tell you how or what they practice um, within the winter months. I haven't looked that far into it, though I should, um, considering I have like quarter Native American within myself. Like I, I, I should really try and get more in tune with those roots and learn about that part of me like i'm not gonna say i'm suddenly like hey i'm fully indigenous and i'm doing this people don't take that the wrong way just because i have some native american in me but it's nice to really get to know every aspect of yourself if you can if that makes sense um that's quite true um speaking of traditions you were saying traditions it's interesting because you know, a lot of people now, when they celebrate Christmas, of course, it's, it's tradition around Christmas to uh, bring in what's called a Christmas tree. But a lot of people don't realize that the Christmas tree being an evergreen, the origination of that tradition started because in the area of the region, not in the United States, but in the area of Scandinavia, places up in that nor more northern uh, more northern colder region mm -hmm. they would bring in the evergreen tree to be the tree that was being outside the yule log but the ever actual evergreen tree they would bring that tree in there as a tree to decorate because during those cold months after all the rest of the trees had died the evergreen tree was the one tree that was still left standing that had all of its stuff all over it. And so they said, let's grab this one. So it, it, it wasn't that they just necessarily thought it was pretty. It just what while everything else had already lost its leaves and was going through hibernation, the evergreen tree was still standing, just like in Washington State when it's the cold months and you have all the other trees that have already lost all their leaves. If you're driving down the interstate and you see evergreens, they're all okay. They're covered in snow. Um, but they still have all their leaves and everything. And so that was why that particular tree was brought in just because it hadn't dropped its leaves. Yeah. And because of it not dropping its leaves and stuff, the evergreen trees have um, come to be associated with like longevity, um, good health, um, anything and stuff of that nature and so and that's what it symbolizes to basically to help get through that's again we don't realize it but that's why we still bring in christmas trees because we're bringing in those energies within to our home to help us essentially survive um and yeah like the yule log it's you basically cut the trunk of the tree that you had the year before um and then or you take a part of the tree that you cut down and you make it a little longer trunk and then you kind of cut the, that trunk and have the yule log and you can use it to start your fire and everything during that time or come the new year when we adopted the roman calendar and whatnot you would burn it on like new year's day to bring in the vitality the good luck all this and everything for the upcoming year Right. Um, and yeah, Yule itself is a celebration of a couple weeks now for the Roman calendar. It starts about, um, this week or right before the winter solstice. Um, 
Because, yeah, today's the 16th. 16th. Yeah, so within a couple days, Yule will actually be the starting point of Yule. And um, it continues on through New Year's Day into like a week into January. So you get about like two and a half to three weeks of actual Yule. Winter solstice, on the other hand, is particularly one day. Um, like December 21st from, and 22nd, I think. It's anywhere from the 20th to the 23rd, depending on um, the exact map out how the stars and the sun or whatever is like in the sky. Um, this year, I might be wrong, but I think it's on the 22nd, technically. Um, I, I have to go look that up. Um, but it's that's the pinpoint day. It kind of varies every year, but and some people they just pick like, all right, it's this date. This is what like Christmas is at always December twenty fifth. There are some people who don't necessarily keep up with the full calendar or whatever, and so they just deem like, all right, winter solstice is this day. This is what I'm going to celebrate it on. Right. Um, and it, it, that's just for simplicity, and. Because you can request one day off or you got that same day off like every year or whatever because and if it changes it's going to be kind of hard to continuously get that day off so people just kind of do things for simplicity and um but yeah like the traditions with the ornaments and the trees and anything evergreen even like the boughs and whatever you decorate your home and stuff but it's to bring that vitality and that life and that longevity within your home for good luck and stuff and all this and so you can have a prosperous year ahead um and then some traditions that like with the mistletoe it's it technically originated um back way when where it was like two enemies or someone you had beef with you got an argument or whatever you were supposed to meet under the mistletoe to essentially hash it all out and then walk away as friends um with everything laid out argued about compromise or and walk away as friends and that over time turned into you trying to meet your lover or your crush or whoever underneath the mistletoe to uh sneak a quick kiss um, um it's, it's interesting how uh, traditions change over time. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just it continues on and stuff like that. And um sleigh bells, the bells ringing and stuff, it's a form of sound cleansing. It cleanses out negative energy, negative entities, spirits and all that, and it brings in good spirits and positive energy and joy and which is also why sleigh bells are fully associated with santa claus as well santa claus is a good spirit good person and whatever and so you hear the sleigh bells you know there's something good to come and uh way back when especially in these areas that are snow heavy and everything during this time the form of transportation was usually by sleigh because it's easier to be pulled and whatever through the snow than just your typical carriage and whatnot and so they would have these sleigh bells attached to their horses or their sleigh to 
scare off, repel, cleanse any negative spirits or entities that would maybe try and attach itself to you or attack you on your travels. And so that's also where Santa uh, traveling by sleigh came from. I don't know exactly know where the reindeer came from. (laughs) (laughs) That somehow, I guess, got warped into some fairy tales or whatever over time. I'm not exactly sure where reindeer came from. Reindeer may have originated from the poem Twas the Night Before Christmas, for all I know. Um, well, I know the, just, the, uh, the story of Rudolph, I know, originated as a uh, story that was written by a gentleman like in the nineteen late 1930s. So I know mm-hmm. he, I know he created that, but I know as far as the uh, the idea of, of caribou, ca- you know, carrying Santa sleigh, that I'm not exactly sure where that came from. Which actually, reindeer, um, male reindeer in the cold months shed their antlers. Females are the ones that keep their antlers all year long. So technically, Santa's sleigh is being pulled by a bunch of women. Yeah, I heard the uh, I heard the thing about. Uh about the scientists who were saying hey they're all carried by women which <clears throat> i mean if the caribou that's carrying santa's uh sleigh it's just kind of awkward to hear donner being a female or prancer i mean you know what i'm saying because yep. <clears throat> he originally thought with with being guys but uh i still stick to rudolph being a male simply because that particular story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger, like I said, was created by another gentleman mm-hmm. like 1938 to 39. So, I mean, that's fine. I, I know that he is, that that story right there is completely fake. So, and, and he created that a male, you know, little yeah. male guy running around. So it's like, but he's a guy. The other ones can be a female. But I know he's the guy, which is fine. But yeah, and so it's... Just so many traditions from way back and whatever that we've just incorporated now. And because of all these pagan traditions and all this and everything with the celebration of Yule in the winter months. um, Because as we know, Christmas was just put on the calendar during this time to keep people who had converted to Christianity to keep referring back to their pagan practices during the winter months because they didn't have anything during this time. Like that has been a proven fact that they placed Christmas when they did because there was no holy Christian holiday during these during this time. And because true. of that, um, the actual holiday of Christmas was outlawed for ever like i don't know exactly how long but for the longest time the puritans were like no get away from us with your double practices even though they're supposed to be celebrating the birth of their savior um and it wasn't until 18 something i forget the exact year but it was like late 1800s um like mid to late 1800s that Alabama surprisingly was actually the first state to recognize Christmas as a national holiday. Roll tight. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's hard to think when you look at the United States now, um, with everything adapting, moving forward and all that, that Alabama is usually 
one of the last ones to do anything. They want to hold on to their values and stuff, and they don't like change. But Alabama was the first one that was like, no, we're doing this. Um, so that's just real neat. And to everybody listening, there you go. <laughs> if it wasn't for Alabama, we wouldn't be celebrating Christmas. So celebrating Christmas. There you go. Um, I was looking in, at some of the uh, the Roman traditions of Yule that they actually had a priest that, uh, he, of course, there was you know different names according to how from what culture you actually said a name, but. I'm going to say the word priest because the actual Roman name for it, I don't want to get the pronunciation wrong, but he was actually a priest in, in the Roman time that uh, he would wear a, a gold ring around his neck. And if there was um, calamity that was needing to be solved, if there were marriages that needed to be taking place, anything like that, that they would go before the priest during this time and... Uh, you know, they would conclude each other's business, you know, from whatever needed to be taking place, but that that's who that they would go to during the time. But yeah, I just thought that that was interesting that um, during that tradition that that would take place for the Romans and that Yule has colors. You know, I was looking at the colors and I was kind of surprised because blue was not one of them. Maybe because <laughs> blue doesn't represent longevity. It does not. Um, the colors are green, red, gold. Those are the three like primary colors for Yule. Um, and those are actually the colors I decorate my home and stuff with. Like, I love all the new aesthetic trees and stuff and everything that people want. But when it actually comes time for me to decorate for Yule or Christmas and everything, I strongly stick to the. And before I really started fully practicing um and looking into it i just always liked the traditional christmas colors um and then when i really started diving into the history and stuff of it i kind of realized now why i was drawn to those colors without me fully realizing and so yeah i always stick with the red green and the gold and it's for prosperity protection longevity good yeah health. i love it's christmas like, colors i do i love them I don't know what it is about. It. I can walk into a store that's like Christmas themed. It has those colors. I'm like, yay! I can sit in here for for hours. You know. <laughs> yeah, like, and even the scents that we associate with Christmas time. One, yes, they were strong during this time because that's what was available. But again, like the cinnamon scent, cinnamon is for prosperity, wealth, good health, all that, and it's all these things to just help us get through these harsh times. Um, but there are also different cultures who have different um, symbols with them, like how Christmas is associated with Santa Claus, and especially in the United States, of him coming and bringing presents. Um, I think it is the Welsh. Um, they have, I'm going to maybe pronounce her name wrong, but I'm going to try, but her name's like Mary Lude. Um, essentially, she's a horse skeleton. <laughs> who comes and like knocks on your door to try and enter your home and you have to try and keep her out. But what she does is essentially like sing songs or carols or whatever to gain entrance. And you have to sing back to keep her out. And the joke is there's, I know there's like a meme I've seen. It's one of my favorites is y'all go back and forth. And it's like, so you basically get into a rat battle. <laughs> with 
a ghost skeleton horse and if you lose she gains entry into your home and you just have to share like your alcohol snacks with her <laughs> like that's literally all oh it my is goodness. and it's it's one of my favorite things and another tradition is um the yuletide cat um this is also why we give clothes at christmas time by the way everyone should at least get a pair of socks for christmas to keep this from happening um the old tie cat is a giant cat like it is a million times larger than a house if you do not receive clothes on christmas day or on yule and whatever the old tie cat will come and eat you yum yum so yes and so it's that's why everyone should always at least get a pair of socks for christmas um so the old tie cat doesn't get you and there's different traditions and stuff like that which is why they did that and then one of my favorite yuletide christmas people i say people um imagery and stuff is krampus let's talk about krampus um krampus was essentially santa's sidekick like demonic sidekick it's like santa is the good entity and good spirits whereas krampus was not and <clears throat> We know the whole, like, if you misbehave and you're not good, you get a lump of coal from Santa. That's the dumbed-down version of it. Traditionally, what it was is if you did not behave and you were not good, Krampus would come right behind Santa after him not leaving you any gifts and would essentially snatch you throughout the night, beat you with a cane or whip or whatever of his choice and stuff you into his bag and take you away to be tortured for all eternity. And I mean, better watch. I think out. that that would get you to be. Yeah, you better watch out. I think that would get a child to behave a lot better than just a threatening a lump of coal at Christmas time. You know. I was going to say, uh, discussing uh, traditions in different parts, uh, the way that we celebrate uh, Christmas here in Russia is the way that russians celebrate new year's and they actually don't have a santa claus uh on their new year's like i said the way that we do christmas that's where they have their trees and their gift giving and stuff like that and instead of having a santa claus they actually have what's called a grandfather frost and he has a daughter by the name of snow maiden that's their tradition whenever it comes new year's if you actually have a um if you have like a um if you go online you can actually watch from red square over in moscow that they will actually have a huge tree and they'll have all these people in Moscow from however many places they want to be at. They come and actually celebrate in the center of Red Square New Year's. Nice. Well, um, and some witches' calendars and everything. Um, depending on which calendar you follow, Samhain, Halloween is seen as like the witches' New Year and all that. But in some calendars, it's actually the winter solstice. It the depends on which one you follow or what you want to do. You just always get advertised that Samhain is the Witch's New Year nowadays and where we are. But in some traditions, it actually is the winter solstice and through this time. During these um, 
these cold months this time of year has very similar traditions and um, practices and all that, whether they're on the same day or like how you said with Russia, it's technically their New Year is how they celebrate, is how we celebrate our Christmas. Um, it's still taking place within the same time frame and mm-hmm. how it, they all just kind of merge together and it, it just kind of lets you know humanity as a whole, as different as we may be, we're still the same. <laughs> like, what about the uh, the traditions of the Christmas balls? I heard something about... Uh, the witch balls or Christmas uh, balls? Yes. I'm actually making some tomorrow. Um, it, it, it's the ornaments. You get a glass ball. Um, or nowadays you can use plastic and whatever, but it's essentially a glass ball. And you fill it with different herbs, spices, greenery ribbon trinkets that i can all bring good luck health essentially it's like a spell jar or spell bottle um and then you can seal it with wax and all that and everything and you use it to hang on your tree and then similar to the yule log you keep it all year and then come the next yule season winter solstice christmas season whatever that's when you break it apart and dispose of um don't have to throw away but you can like dispose of all the ingredients and stuff because throughout the year after it's hung on your tree you're supposed to hang it near like your front door or your en- your main entryway and it's supposed to trap any negativity or evil that's wanting to walk through that way to keep from coming fully into your home and so when you break it and bury the ingredients or burn the ingredients or do whatever you want to do by that next year it um it dispels it all and or buries it for good to where it can't come out and get you and whatnot and then you create another one because they can only hold so much negative energy (laughs) so that's why you continuously make at least one throughout the holiday season and me and my little uh i wouldn't necessarily label us a coven yet but we are definitely a group um we are making some tomorrow and found the balls for us to create and so everyone's bringing their own little trinkets and stuff and everything tomorrow so i found a place where a lady uh, she's making um handmade um balls for christmas trees but they are goosebump i thought they were awesome it was nice. green. It has the G on one side. On the other side, it says "Reader, beware! You're in for a scare." I was like, "I want one." Nice. Just... <laughs> but uh, you know, the stocking, stockings hung by a chimney. I know a lot of people now. They'll go out to Walmart and you know purchase what they consider you know Christmas stocking. But many people don't realize that that originated again overseas and they would take their socks and yeah that they wore all day in the snow and stuff and they got soaking wet and they would hang them up to dry over the fire up to dry and that's where the tradition of uh hanging your stockings by a chimney came from um and some cultures 
when the whole stocking thing kind of started, they would set your shoes outside your door and then they would be filled with treats and small toys and stuff like that. Um, another decoration type thing is like the tinsel we see on trees. It comes from a tradition called like the Christmas spider. Um, where there's a little story and stuff that goes with it where to make the tree beautiful or whatever like the christmas spiders spun their web and placed their web and everything all along the tree and everything and when the people woke up the next morning it was like this pretty silver shiny and all this and it that's where the tinsel comes from there there's an image that you can search up the christmas spider online you can read the whole like little story or poem that goes with it and like it's cute it's a cute little uh story and then there's also like the christmas pickle i think this originated in germany um i may be wrong don't quote me on that but it's you know like around mardi gras time in new orleans the king cakes how they have the little babies in there if you find the baby get good luck for the next year and all that similar concept there's a pickle that's hidden like in the tree ornaments and stuff like that and the person who finds it gets good luck for the next year and just quirky little things like that i enjoy as well interesting uh christmas traditions that have originated in other countries involving other cultures and eventually you know bled into what became the Roman calendars over here anyway and uh, you know became the mainstead of what we find now as being you know Christmas traditions that a lot of it have roots in so many other different things that people would just simply go into the store just wouldn't think about anything like that and it's like well hey have you seen the have you looked up the history of different stuff and People who would be surprised at where stuff comes from. Oh, very much so. I would like to ask our listeners and everything, like, what traditions do they follow? What holidays do they celebrate? I know we focus a lot on Yule, Winter Solstice, and Christmas, because that's generally what you and I celebrate. Um, but I would love for anyone to pipe in and talk about, like, their Hanukkah traditions, their Kwanzaa traditions. There's so many more within this time, which is why it's called the holiday season to bring forth and just share with us like what your culture, the traditions that are with your culture, and maybe even your own personal traditions for yourself and your family that you can, that have continued throughout the years and you set on to continue throughout the years. Absolutely. But, uh, Wanted to bring winter solstice traditions and background and Yule traditions and background to you, the listeners, and hope that you've enjoyed. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the to the next episode of whatever we are going to be bringing. So this is Tate. This is Ren. This is Tales at 3 a.m. Winter Solstice. We hope you enjoy. And... We'll catch you on the next one. Stay spooky as always, and Happy Yule, Merry Solstice, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Merry whatever you celebrate. Merry whatever you celebrate. (laughs) And enjoy the rest of your year.